This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi guys, good to have you along on this podcast and get ready to smile as comedian Megan Hanley joined us on the show. She is part of the current Laughter Factory tour across the UAE. Some fantastic stories from back home in New York City and how she got into the comedy scene originally. Don't forget to join me, of course, on the show each and every weeknight, 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show. And comedy is all over the city at the moment with the Impolite Company Tour, which is part of the Laughter Factory, of course. Uh, Lovely lady joining us on the line right now, fresh but from her feature in Forbes magazine. We welcome Megan Hanley to the airways. (laughs) Megan, how are you doing? Thank you. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Listen, this is my first time in Dubai, and I'm having a great time. This is wonderful. Uh, it's a wonderful city to be in. Tell me about this Forbes magazine piece. Ah, uh, yeah. That, well, I guess part of me should update it. It's not it's not as fresh as it used to be. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> right on it. <laughs> you know what? It's it's within, it's within the pandemic. Uh, yeah. So during the pandemic, when we got locked down, and you know there really was no comedy clubs, I started doing. Uh, shows right away from my apartment before like we even really had like zoom shows stuff like that i started doing an instagram live yeah like right away so uh i didn't know what else to do so i was like i'm having an instagram live this saturday it'll be a half hour show you can log in on facebook you can log in on instagram and then uh it ended up being an hour we did a full hour show and at the end i put up I put up my Venmo, you know, and I was like, yeah. you know, people can tip me. And then it went so well that I, I kept doing them. And um, it was it was the kind of thing that it really, it helped me pay pay my rent uh, for that month at a time where I didn't know where money was coming in. And then uh, Forbes got word of other, of comedians doing things like this, where comedians were coming up with, like, alternative mm. ways to kind yeah. of get comedy out to people. Some people were doing bartending type things, like comedy and bartending. They were, like, tipping the virtual bartender. <laughs> Right. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah, so I I was doing it from my apartment, and then, you know, after that, Zoom kind of took off from there, but... Yeah, it was pretty cool. I got to I got to be in a, in Forbes Forbes uh, business <laughs> online. <laughs> I'll tell you what, your voice um, just shines across the airwaves, and it, I, I'm I'm sure it's just perfect for comedy. Was was comedy always the path for you, Megan? Yeah, I think so. It's something that. When I was like in high school, um, it's when like Seinfeld was on, and I remember like watching Seinfeld and loving it as a show, and being like, okay, I want like my own show. I want something like that. And yeah, then uh, yeah. that's also when I first started getting introduced to stand up. I remember like seeing Chris Rock was like a lot of the reason I got into it when he came back and guest hosted Saturday Night Live. Me and my sister, we were watching his monologue, and we were like this is so funny. We're like, what is it? Like we really, you know, yeah, we knew yeah. of stand up, but hadn't really watched someone do stand up. And then kind of from there, I was like, you know what? I, I started just writing from there. I started writing and sending out emails to friends. Uh, I'd pick a subject and I'd email it out. And then it eventually it led to me trying stuff like that out on stage. What about the first gig, Megan? Uh, did it go well or <laughs> did it, did it, <laughs> did it bomb? <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing they do a lot of times, I'm sure everywhere, but especially in New York City. So I took a comedy class, which people are like, what is yeah, a comedy class? Yeah. I mean, there's all different types of ones. Basically, my comedy class, honestly, was you went there, you worked on your material once a week, and you got up in front of your class and you performed your, your material, which, I mean, I found 
great because I, I didn't know where to start. I found it was very supportive. Um, and then at the end of the class, we had a graduation show. So it's like you invite your friends and your family and everybody in the class does. And then there's like a couple pro comics on the show. So I didn't bomb, but it was also kind of a stacked show, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But um, from then, did you realize that you wanted to make a career out of it? Yeah, I just, I loved it. I I loved doing it. Um, So I was like in college when I started doing it. So at first it was kind of off and on just because I was was busy with stuff at school. But for me, um, doing stand-up in college and doing open mics, um, at one of the open mics, I met somebody who worked at Saturday Night Live and I ended up getting an internship for two years at Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. Incredible, yeah. (laughs) That must have been a great experience. Oh my gosh, it was it, it was it, it was awesome. I was there from two thousand one to two thousand three, and it was just it was just so amazing to be in the room with all these influential people, and of course the history of Saturday Night Live. And go yeah. wait a minute, these are just people. These are people who followed their dream. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, they decided I want to do this. Like it's the, it kind of thing. It made me think. Wait, this is actually a possibility. It's not just some, you know, some dream I have or some kind of thing that, you know, people are a little skeptical of. You're like, no, I was, I was in an elevator with Will Ferrell, like, and he's a regular guy, and then he's also so hilarious. And you go, these are real people. Like, this is a, yeah. this could be a real thing. Um, yeah. And then I kind of went from there. That must have been amazing. But, I mean, the competition in New York City must be absolutely yeah. fierce when it comes, yeah. you know, whether it's music, anything in the entertainment um, kind of line. And I'm sure it's the same in comedy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it it's always uh it's always turning over. There's always new talent. There's always new people coming in and I don't know if anybody ever gets to a point. I mean, you never want to be too comfortable as a comic anyway. I think no, that's no, a lot of no. like what inspires us, what keeps us going, but um I feel like I'm at a point now where it's like uh, you know, I've been doing it at, at this June it'll be 23 years, which is yeah. wild in itself, but I'm kind of at this point now where I, I kind of like being in the role that there's like the next sort of generation of comics. There's the newer comics and then people that are now around like their seven, eight, ten year mark that, you know, are asking me for advice. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I kind of like that sort of mentorship, especially with a lot of like the younger women in comedy, girls that are around like 10, 12 years younger than me, but actually like have even caught up to where I am comedically. Like they're just, they're just progressing. Um, I feel like quicker now. I feel like people have more, more tools to do that. And, I like it. It's a really cool thing. And it, it's, there's always just so many new voices around you, which I think really helps inspire you. I mean, when you look back over those 23 years, Megan, I mean, any gigs that really, really stand out for you, you think, you know, that was just an unforgettable moment, an unforgettable gig. Oh, you mean in like a horrible way? <laughs> no, no, in a good way. <laughs> that's how that's how comedians' brains work. Like we, that the amazing gigs were like, well, that gig was great, but the ones that really stand out are usually the ones that that were terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's been so many cool cool events. I recently got to perform um, at a, a benefit. It was like Pete Alonso's benefit. Who's I mean, this is an Amer- he's an American baseball player. He's on the New York Mets, and I'm right. a big sports fan. And yep. I got to sort of perform on that, and it was really cool to just be in the room with you know all these professional athletes and and <laughs> right. fans. It was a combo of like fans, owners, professional athletes, like guys you're just seeing on TV, you know, play at the game that day, and all of a sudden like they're watching you do comedy and you're like this is pretty cool um so that gig's always great and then i perform in near comedy club a lot in gotham comedy club and what's great about gotham is and new york but they both get a lot of a lot of drop-ins and i did actually get to bring up jerry seinfeld oh wow yeah Amazing. yeah 
Yeah, he drops into Gotham a lot to work on his set when he's going out on tour. Um, so you don't really know when you're booked on the show. You don't know really till you get there if he's going to come by. And, yeah, I happen to be hosting that night. So it was kind of great because they're like, all right, we're going to – we think he's coming, but like if he's not coming, we're gonna we're gonna write a note on a napkin and leave it behind you. And I'm like, oh, that's not suspicious to everyone in the crowd. So, so they uh, so they're like, we'll light you, and when he's here, like get that like, you got to get off the stage. Um, but they're like, but he could be here early, he could be here late, and he it wasn't that he was late, but he wasn't as early as they expected. So now I'm not getting the light. And as a comic, you never want to blow the light, but you're also like, wait a minute. Am I going over? Like, I didn't get it, mm, but yeah, yeah. do they want me to stay on? You know? So, you know, I'm doing more and more time and stuff like that, and I finally get the light. I picked the joke that I wanted him to see because I knew, like, he'd definitely see my last joke because he's in the room. Yeah. So I closed with this joke about, like, Brooklyn moms um, pushing strollers. And, <laughs> and then I brought him on stage, and he's, like, shaking my hand, and he goes, that's a great bit. And I was cool. like, what? Like, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. What yeah. a fantastic memory. Well, you're here, um, of course, in the UAE. Still got three more gigs to go. A couple yeah. in Abu Dhabi. You're going to be at the club on Thursday night, Friday at the Park Rotana, and then back in Dubai on Saturday the 11th at Duke's uh, The Palm. Have you enjoyed the gigs here in, in the I've UAE? I've enjoyed the gigs. They, they've been fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm just having, like, a great time. It was, we came in... We flew all day Thursday and came in early morning Friday, and we had the first gig that night. So that's always kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're exhausted, and, like, the crowd was so good uh, that it just, like, it, it made it so easy. It was so much fun. Awesome. Well, um, we look forward to catching up with you, Megan, live once again, those three gigs. All the details you can find at thelaughterfactory.com. Anything that you want to get up to while you're in town? Um, let's see, we, we went to Old Town yesterday, which oh, was nice. Awesome. We love that. Um, and we'll probably, we might go to, we've, you know, we'll go probably check out the mall, the Burj Khalifa. Yep. Um, yeah. Be so, a tourist then, as well as a comedian, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan, pleasure to chat with you and the best of luck for the rest of the gigs. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.